Let's start today's episode with a quote. It is not the critic who counts, not the man who points out how the strong man stumbles, or where the doer of deeds could have done them better. The credit belongs to the man who is actually in the arena, whose face is marred by dust and sweat and blood, who strives valiantly, who errs, who comes short again and again, who at the best knows in the end the triumph of high achievement, and who at the worst, if he fails, at least fails while daring greatly. A quote is from Teddy Roosevelt. Have to give huge credit to Brene Brown, who I heard it from most recently, and whose book Daring Greatly is actually named based on and inspired by this quote. I want to riff on this for a little bit in today's episode. So it's easy to play small. It is easy for us to not enter the arena. It is easy for us to not challenge ourselves, to not do the things that we might fail at. It's easy for us to choose the safe road over the challenging road. It's easy for us to just go along instead of doing the things that will make ourselves stand out. And it's not just easy because we're less likely to fail. In fact, that's like a tiny fraction of it. It's easy because it doesn't force us to confront the feeling of being not good enough, of being not worthy enough of success, not talented enough to succeed, not ready enough. That'll probably resonate with a lot of people who want to do their own thing or, you know, become a, a, a freelance copywriter or something. All of these feelings of not being enough, right? These feelings, these, these like shadows and goblins and gremlins in our subconscious mind and our emotions, these feelings are hard to confront, hard to deal with. Um, and it's so much easier to just kind of numb out or to do things that are avoidant, that allow us to avoid these feelings. And in the context of anything related to professional development, usually that involves not doing the hard thing, not doing the bigger project, not stepping up and volunteering when the big opportunity comes along, not launching that new project that could fail, right? Or could succeed wildly. Um, it is easier to not have to confront the emotional roller coaster ride that our, our anticipated failure would take us on, right? We're, we're trying something new and we anticipate what it would be like to fail. And we think, oh, geez, I'm not ready enough to make sure that I succeed, right? I'm not ready enough to make sure that I'm going to come out on top here. So I'm not going to do it yet, right? And so it's easy. It's easy to play small. I get it. I get it. It's also uncomfortable to get in the arena um, using using the metaphor from um, from from the Teddy Roosevelt quote there. You know, literally a couple of weeks ago, I was actually standing in the Colosseum in Rome, the gladiator arena that was built two thousand ish years ago, where people literally got covered with sand and dirt and blood and sweat. And some died and some experienced glory. 
And it's, it's easy now as a tourist to buy a ticket and to go take a tour of the arena. But imagine the discomfort that comes along with stepping into that arena as a gladiator, right? Knowing that there's risk. There is the risk, in their case, of death, of literal death. Most of us don't risk anything close to death today for most of what we do. But we risk this kind of emotional death <laughs> that is failure, rejection. I didn't put rejection in my notes, but risking rejection, risking exposure as a fraud, risking embarrassment, or maybe even risking success and change because we're used to things being the way that they are. But if we're successful at the thing that we're doing, life, our life might change. Our relationships with the people around us might change. Or maybe the scariest risk of all is risking being found out that you're kind of normal, right? Um, because we have this perception of ourselves as the great superhero, as this like incredible, you know, our, our ego has built ourselves up, right? Our ego builds itself up. And we think that we're this incredible person. And we might discover if we're in competition that we're like in the middle of the pack, right? Um, and that's also a bit uncomfortable, right? Any kind of competition that we get into, anytime we are putting ourselves out there in an arena where we might succeed or fail, all of these things are a different kind of risk. And again, it becomes easier to become the, the Monday morning quarterback, the armchair critic, the, the person from the stands who's complaining about the about the, the, the calls that are being made, the unfair officiating, right? Uh, the person that's complaining about the cheating, right? It's, it's much easier to be all of those things where the risk is so low. It's much easier to be an internet troll than to actually get in there and, you know, for example, create valuable content that people are going to then judge, right? Now, I put a couple dirty words in here. <laughs> um, and so I, I put some asterisks in my notes. S with a bunch of asterisks and V with a bunch of asterisks. But don't worry, uh, you can leave the sound on if you're at work. The words are shame and vulnerability. And arguably, shame especially, is maybe an even dirtier word today than some of the other words I could say. Because shame is that feeling that I'm not enough, I'm not good enough. Like it's a, it's inherent in the character, which is different than guilt. I like Brene Brown's definitions of these. Guilt is feeling bad about an action. Shame is feeling bad about who you are, right? And so if you, if you like drop something and break it and you're like, dang, I dropped that. I really regret dropping it, man. It was, it was a mistake and I feel bad about that mistake, right? That's guilt. That's guilt, right? And it's, it's fairly healthy, actually, to have guilt over something like that. Like you, you drop and break a glass vase or something. Oh, dang, I feel really bad about that. Um, it, you know, especially if it's somebody else's. Shame is, God, I'm such a clumsy mess. I, I don't even know why these people even let me into their house. 
why people are even friends with me. That's shame. It's feeling bad about who you are, right? Not the action, right? And on a few different levels, the shame is just, it's just not helpful. Um, and it's not right. And it, it doesn't change anything. In fact, often it just makes the situation worse. Versus feeling guilty is like, oh, okay, what can I do next time to re reduce that risk, right? So shame will hold us back forever, thinking that we're not good enough, not capable enough, not qualified enough, not whatever. Shame, shame will hold us back, right? Vulnerability is actually stepping out and doing the thing, even in the risk of failure, right? And so you may try something at work and it doesn't work out and you may feel bad because it didn't work out, but you don't need to, it doesn't mean that you are bad because it didn't work out, right? It's vulnerable to keep trying things even when they may not work out. And we have to face these things head on. We have to face shame head on. If we're having those feelings, we say, you know what? It's not me. Maybe the action was a mistake. Maybe the action was a problem, but I can correct that action. But it, it's not me, right? At the very core of my being, it's not me, right? At the very core of my being, I'm okay. You're okay. We're okay. We're enough. We're good enough, right? Um, even as we make mistakes, right? And then we have to confront vulnerability head on as in we have to embrace it, right? We have to embrace it. And that's what daring greatly is. So if you want to become confident, if you want to dare greatly, you know, I think of Dan Sullivan's four C's. I'm reminded of this all the time. I said, number one, you make a commitment. You commit to an action that you want to take. Number two, you have to act with courage. That is daring greatly. You have to act when you don't know what the outcome is likely to be. Number three, you're going to gain competence only through that action. Competence meaning I know how to do it, right? I know if I try this thing, it's going to result in, in, in this result. If I try this other thing, it's going to result in that result. Well, I learn those things through courageous action, through doing it when I don't know what's going to happen, right? And then I gain confidence that I know how to create the results that I want. And then I make a bigger commitment. And I act with more courage and I gain more competence and I gain more confidence, right? And you become confident by trying things, acting with courage when you don't know what the result is going to be. You take, you make a commitment to taking that action. You act with courage and you gain competence, understanding and confidence, right? And it's a feedback cycle where you're able to take on bigger and bigger things the more that you do this. And if you embrace this cycle, that's what Daring Greatly becomes. And Daring Greatly, I will say, it is relative. It is not absolute. Like stepping into you know, a life-threatening situation is not, is not what everybody's version of Daring Greatly is. Stepping into running a billion-dollar company is not what everybody's version of Daring Greatly is. Your version of Daring Greatly may be approaching three prospects this week right? Uh, your version of Daring Greatly may be having one conversation with a stranger. Your version of Daring Greatly may be pressing send on that email that has your marketing copy attached to it that you're sending off to a client. Your version of Daring Greatly may be whatever it is, pressing publish on your first uh, post as, a, as an expert in your subject matter area, right? You should be inspired to act with great daring. 
you should absolutely be inspired to act with great daring. Um, you can be inspired by this episode. But I will say, start with small daring. You don't have to be uh, you don't have to be the most daring person in the world to be successful, right? And success for you can mean lots of different things. The point that I'm making here is that sometimes the actions that we need to take that start to give us that, that uh, competence and the courage to take on bigger tasks are really little tasks compared to what other people do. And so you don't necessarily compare yourself to other people. You say, what's the next best step? that I can take? What is the small action that I can take today that gets me one step closer to my big goal? And I take one step and then another and then another and then another. And pretty soon it looks like great daring. But it started with small daring. It started with little steps. My call to action to you at the end of this episode is number one, ask yourself how you can use this. You know, what, what next action should you take towards achieving whatever goal you're looking to achieve towards whatever daring greatly you want to do? Don't forget to like and subscribe so you get more content like this delivered to you. Usually I'm talking about marketing, copywriting, business building, that sort of stuff. But then sometimes I talk about, you know, stuff to make your life better, to grow as a human, as a person, right? And to uh, take on bigger goals and achieve greater success. I do have training that I think is relevant called Training Your Subconscious Success Mechanism. Uh, that link is in the description. It's part of my BTMS Insiders streaming library of copywriting and marketing courses and courses for copywriters and marketers that go beyond the, uh, the techniques of the craft, right? So this training your subconscious success mechanism is designed to help you do more daring greatly. We'll say it that way and make it more of an automatic part of who you are. Those links are in the description. I'm Roy Fur. This is Breakthrough Marketing Secrets, and I'll catch you again in the next episode. See you soon. Bye. Thank you once again for tuning in to this daily episode of Breakthrough Marketing Secrets. Remember, check out the links with this episode for even more value. Now make sure you like, comment, share, subscribe, and engage in every way you can to keep this show going and growing and delivering daily value to you. I'll catch you soon for your next big breakthrough.